Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan. Welcome to Fried, the ultimate guide to burnout podcast. If you've ever been burnt out because of your job, your relationship, or just your life, this is the place for you. We will talk all things burnout by sharing deep stories of personal transformation each week with a new guest who vows to share their stories without leaving out the scary bits. This is raw, honest, and brought to you by acupuncturist and burnout coach Kate Denovan, whose own experiences make her determined to change the current burnout culture. Hello, my favorite fried listeners. Before I jump into another episode of Hashtag Straight From Kate this week on Fried the Burnout Podcast, I wanted to take a minute and say thank you for all the amazing feedback that I have been getting lately on um, Instagram DMs and emails. Um, I'm so glad that these Straight From Kate episodes have been helping you, and I'm so glad that the podcast overall is teaching you that you too can heal, you too can make different decisions, and you too can get back to a life that feels more sustainable for the level of energy that you have. Those emails often make me cry and make me also really, really happy at the same time. So please keep them coming and thank you so much for sending them because it gives my work the meaning that I would like it to have. Today, I am answering another question that came up on my Instagram DMs. And the question was, which symptoms belong to burnout? Like, how do I know if, I, if I'm burnt out? What are the symptoms and how do I figure this out? So the first thing is, I do have a quiz on my website for you to take and figure out just how burnt out you are. And it's a quiz that goes from zero to 100 points and you'll get a result at the end of it and a couple of follow-up emails with some tips and tricks to help you through wherever you happen to be, whether you're in a place of not burning out so you should be focusing on prevention or whether you're in a place where you are totally, totally, totally crispy and you need some serious help um, to get yourself back on track. So you can go take that quiz. You can find it at katedonovan.com forward slash quiz. And I will put that in the show notes for you so that it's easy to find. The second thing that I want to talk about with this is we just need to really look at the research and then break it down a little bit. So the number one burnout researcher is Christina Moslock, PhD, and she gives us three conditions that must be met to recognize burnout. Notice I did not say diagnose burnout because it is not yet a diagnosis, even though I in particular think that it should be. And I will also add that I think that this list is wildly incomplete. I have expanded it in my book, The Bounce Back Ability Factor, which you can support the campaign for until March 27th, so you still have some time. And there's some really great rewards, so you should go grab them while they're still up there. I think that these are just, these three things that Christina Maslach came up with are just the very beginning. And the research was largely done in corporate environments, so we will need to adapt it and shift it a little bit for our entrepreneurs, our stay-at-home mothers, and people, you know, hospital workers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the three things that Dr. Maslach mentions are number one, physical and emotional exhaustion, number two, cynicism and detachment, 
And number three, a lack of feelings of accomplishment and impact. All right. So all three of these bring up symptoms that could be classified as mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And in all the years that I've been doing this now, I'm in my third year of burnout work at this point. I have not yet met someone that was burnt out that didn't need a boost in all of those areas. There's always some mindset work to be done for the mental health, some emotional release or trauma release for the emotional health, some, you know, gut work, brain help or something in the physical body that needs to be done and some sort of reconnection to the spirit world, whatever that happens to mean in your particular life. All of those things need to happen in order to heal from burnout. In addition, while I go through, I'm going to break down these symptoms a little bit more and give you some extra examples. I want you to understand that we can't go into burnout with a linear thought pattern. We can't say, X causes burnout leads to Y symptom because often in burnout, the causes and the symptoms are very much the same. And so it often looks like a cycle and that, you know, you have this problem and it creates a bit of burnout and then you're burnt out. So that problem gets created and you're stuck in these loops, which is why I call it the burnout cycle. So the top, I'm going to look at the top two symptoms in each of the categories that Dr. Maslach shared with us. And please know that this is not a complete list. I'm not going to be able to unwind all of the symptoms that you could have when you're burnt out because any symptom that gets worse with stress, basically any symptom ever, can be related to burnout. So pretty much any symptom that you have can be part of a burnout story. So that makes it a little bit complicated, but also a little bit freeing because there's nothing weird that your body can be doing when you're going through burnout. Like anything that you're, any way that your body is reacting is perfectly acceptable because burnout is very individual and it's very much related to your previous symptoms and things that you've been through at different times in your life. I'm going to start with the top two symptoms for physical and emotional exhaustion that I see in patients and clients on a regular basis. The first one is emotional blow up for quote unquote no good reason. And when I say emotional blow up, I mean exploding in anger or exploding in tears. And I see that as a sign that you just have no emotional bandwidth left. It is literally exactly emotional exhaustion. Your brain can literally not absorb any more emotional weight or stress without releasing some of the stuff that's already stuck. And how it comes out will depend on your natural tendencies or depend on the emotions that have been piling up in you for a long time. So that first symptom that I see often and the way people describe it to me is, you know, I've been screaming at my kids I know they're not doing anything that's all that bad, and I just can't seem to help myself. I'm watching myself, and I feel like a crazy person, but I just can't seem to make it stop. That's a really common thing that I hear. Another one is I'm hiding in the bathroom crying at work, or I was meant to be at a family function, and I ended up fetal position in my bathroom in tears. So these kind of really extreme emotional reactions that may or may not be adequate to the situation at hand are a good sign that you're probably near the emotional exhaustion that's part of burnout. 
Fried Fam, I tell you in nearly every episode that step one of your burnout recovery is blood work. And I know that a lot of you avoid it because it's a pain and because your doctor has told you that everything is quote unquote fine. And they refuse to test all the things that you think you need. What if I told you that you could test what you want, when you want, from your home with just a couple of drops of blood? Cyfox Health allows you to do just that. You can buy tests as one-offs or join a membership. Either way, you can test and track your results to help you make decisions about your burnout recovery journey. Get 10% off any membership, subscription, or one-time test kit right now. Go to cyfoxhealth.com forward slash fried for your discount. That's S-I-P-H-O-X health.com forward slash fried. On the physical side, one of the things that is really surprising for people and I really feel like needs to be discussed is an inability to continue your quote-unquote normal exercise routine. My work is often done with very high achievers, and almost all of them have an exercise routine that they do very regularly. So when they start to notice that they don't have the same stamina, and that lasts for weeks at a time, everybody knows that you can have a day that's better or worse once in a while, but that lasts for weeks at a time, this might be a sign that you're burnt out, and it might be a sign also that you need a break from exercise for some time. Now this can be really confusing for people because exercise is healthy, right? But if you are burnt out, it's like having a car with a dead battery that is not going to be um, restarted if you just use jumper cables. You know how like when a car battery is really dead, you'll use jumper cables and you'll be able to get from one place to the next, but as soon as you turn your car off again, the battery is dead? So when a car battery is functioning normally, when you turn on the car, the battery is working and charging at the same time. And that's what happens in a normal body when it's exercising, a non-burnt out body when it's exercising. It's using energy and replenishing energy at the same time. But a burnt out body is much like a burnt out car battery. You can jump start it, but you're just going to end up burnt out at the end of it again. You're not gaining the energy from the exercise that you should be, and it's simply just costing you more than you have to give. So this is a really important one because it's in the era of like CrossFit and everybody get up at 5.30 and run to Soul Cycle. it can be really hard to understand that part of your recovery is going to mean stepping back from your exercise routine until your body is a little bit stronger and then building back up again at a pace that you might feel is too slow for you. And I hear you because this is my issue and I'm going through it right now, not because of burnout, but because of an injury. And I want to get back to my exercise routine much faster than my body is allowing me. And I have to remind myself to stay at the rhythm that feels safe and healthy and um, encouraging to me right now. So those are the two symptoms that I see most often with the number one sort of criteria for burnout, physical and emotional exhaustion. The second criteria for recognizing burnout, according to Dr. Moslock, is cynicism and detachment. The very first symptom that I see of this is a combination of low self-esteem and negative self-talk. This is massive. So people who were in the past generally half-glass full optimists end up feeling half-glass empty 
they're calling themselves realists, but they're being pessimistic. And they're not necessarily sure why. They just can't seem to find joy or gratitude in life. And asking them to do things like gratitude journals tends to send them right over the edge. Because high achievers often burn out, when you tell them to do an exercise that doesn't give them what they need, it's really frustrating for them. Because if you tell a high achiever to keep a gratitude journal, they're going to do it. And when they do it and it's not impactful for them, It can be really, really frustrating. And then they start to say, well, it's my fault. I'm not doing it well enough. I'm not concentrating hard enough. I'm not grateful, even though I have this great life. And they get stuck in this negative self loop that is uh, really hard to break open. So that is definitely a burnout symptom that I see often. Another one is the second one in the cynicism and detachment part is very much the detachment part. It's literally detaching yourself from your relationship, your friends, your children, And it's like, I I often hear people tell me that they're really annoyed that their friends are trying to spend time with them because they're like, oh, don't they know just how busy I am? Like, I don't have time. And this is really most common in people who feel an immense responsibility in life and they tend to DIY everything and not ask anyone for help. They get overwhelmed really easy in burnout, of course, which is totally natural. And then they don't reach out to people for support. And then that creates in them, again, this kind of closed cycle as I'm not getting any help from anyone. I have to do this by myself. So you don't ask anyone for help. And then the cycle continues. So that can be um, a really scary one, but something that happens most commonly. Most people do feel alone when they're going through burnout, even though almost all of us have been there. The number three thing that Dr. Moslock tells us is part of the criteria for recognizing burnout is a lack of feeling accomplishment or impact. The symptom that comes up here is an overall feeling of indifference, which leads to low productivity. So if you just can't seem to write that blog post that you've been needing to write for your business for ages, or you can't create that opt-in, or your creativity is down because you feel like it just doesn't matter right, you feel like the things that you're doing are not impactful enough, then you get stuck in this cycle of not producing and not doing things because it doesn't matter anyway. Um, A lot of times these people come into my office or I meet with them online and they start telling me that they don't understand the meaning of their own existence um, or they make really frank declarations about the fact that it is just all meaningless and none of it matters, right? So that's part of it. So when that is more severe, that turns into depression. And that's the second symptom that I see really often with burnout. A lot of people confuse burnout and depression because they have so many overlapping symptoms, but burnout and depression are separate things. You can be depressed without being burnt out and you can be burnt out without being depressed, but you can also be depressed as part of your burnout right? So, but these things are not like if you're burnt out, then you must be depressed. It's just one of the symptoms that can come up for you if you're really deeply feeling this lack of feeling your impact on the world, like your life matters. So when I see depression come up, um, and I know that that could fit under emotional exhaustion, but in my experience, the depression is most often related to, to this really deep feeling like life is meaningless 
and combined with the detachment that I mentioned before and feeling lonely and misunderstood um, in their own lives. So that's another really big symptom that comes up. All right. So as I mentioned earlier, we could go on for hours about the different symptoms that come up during burnout, but I think it's important to not overwhelm already overwhelmed minds, and I'm trying to keep these episodes to about 15 minutes or shorter, and I'm pushing the limit here. But what I want to say now is, if you heard yourself in this episode, please know that you are not alone, and please know that there is a way out. Part of the reason that you stay on the burnout cycle is because of a reluctance to ask for help. And again, this is one of those things that's both a cause of and symptom of burnout. And I want to make it as easy as possible for you to reach out to me if you feel like you do need some support. In the show notes, I'm going to leave a link to book a coffee or tea or adaptogen drink chat with me. It's 35 minutes that I set aside for you to explore what might be helpful for you on your own journey to end the burnout cycle. And at the end of our conversation, if I think that I can help you, I'll give you some options on moving forward with me and what that looks like and what we could do. And if I think you need something or someone else, I'll recommend that at the time as well. I am not shy about recommending other burnout professionals, acupuncturists, Reiki practitioners, whoever it is that you happen to need, because I really do believe strongly in finding the perfect match, the perfect vibrational match for what you need at the moment, especially when you're in burnout, because this needs to feel as effortless as possible for you. So having that vibrational match is extremely important to me. I do this work because I believe in its potency. I know that even if we only get those 35 minutes on the phone, like you'll be on your way to healing. My clients often tell me that before meeting me, they couldn't see a way out. They couldn't see the forest through the trees. They were stuck in the weeds. And after our time together, not only do they see a way out, do they have clarity, but they've made it to the place that makes them feel safer and they're able to maintain it. Caroline asked if she could shrink me and keep me in her pocket just in case, but I told her that I trust her and her abilities and that I am always just a phone call away. So if you are at your edge and you are not sure what to do, and this is something that's happened to you once, twice, three, five times, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I am more than happy to be your listening ear, and this is what I love to do the most. So don't wait another second. Hop in the show notes, book a call, and I will talk to you soon. Until next time. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more Got each other on our side Plus all the folks at Fried The Burnout Podcast With Kate Donovan